Hey, welcome to the Team Babe podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm Babe. And I'm Robin, and I'm Babe. Hello, Babe. Hello, Babe. How do you do this fine evening? (laughs) That's so strange. How do you do? How do you do? (laughs) (laughs) How do you do this fine evening? Yeah, uh, well, I... um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you want me to do a little, uh, like a little frog uh, dance, you know, from the old Warner Brothers cartoons. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to then come out and be oh, like, the hello, my baby. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna do my little jazz hands and be like, hey, if you could do, if you could, yeah, get the jazz hands happening more often, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> I'm a huge fan, especially on podcasts, because you can just feel that energy. You know, you can see it in the wave forms. I'm doing it now. Can you the tell? forms of the waves. Yeah, I can tell. I'm can high on it. life. I can see tell? it reflected right in those wave forms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what what you been up to? Working. <laughs> wow, that sounds fun. Um, have you been podcasting? I, I, yeah, you know what? I think we've been podcasting a fair bit, a uh, little yeah. bit more than usual. Yeah, a little bit more than usual. We're we're getting out from, uh, getting out from behind uh, a little situation. Uh, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that sounds ominous. Very suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not, especially given our history and some of our episodes. I think we're getting. Um, we're trying to dig our way out of. Uh, episodes that we will never like debut (laughs) hey don't don't let people in on the magic that goes on behind the scenes you mean everybody's supposed to think that we're perfect in every way yeah and everything that we say is gold not necessarily what i'm saying is they need to think that we just go off the dome man and put out everything that we make oh i see Boom. I see. So if we put out everything that we made and we just didn't care, that would make us cooler. Mm-hmm. I I gotcha. So you got to be cool. But yeah, so we've been trying to think about what would be cool to talk about. And we were kind of, you know, trying to figure out like what direction to take the podcast in and stuff like that, right? So right. we kind of landed on, we're, we're just, we decided that we're going to mainly talk about like uh, we're mainly going to talk about like the big political issues of the last <laughs> week or whatever that happens. We're going to talk about that. We're going to kind of do like a, you know, like maybe a 20 minute news of the week recap. Ugh. And then we're going to have like a few special like segments. We're Yuck. hoping to get some like <laughs> some interstitial music, you know, going between them. Kind of really just get, get that NPR vibe going. Wow. Right. All right but. Do I have to listen back to it? <laughs> well, you're the <laughs> <laughs> you're the magic behind behind the oh. episodes actually getting done. So yeah, you're gonna have to <laughs> listen, and you're gonna have to put it all together. Oh boy, that yeah. seems like a lot of pressure. Yeah, I'm not quite sure um, if I'm an expert on the news topics of the week. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, this is an episode right now. Like we talked about this last week, we had the big board meeting. We got the uh, uh, we got you know the the chairman of the board the the chairwoman of the board there's there's a chairwoman and a chairman is it us I think <laughs> <laughs> we got the treasurer uh, we got all the corporate officers oh, who wow. went together wow <laughs> remember I maybe I, you don't remember I, you're sleepy 
I think I might have had like sleep apnea or yeah. um, narcolepsy or something. <laughs> Got to keep the keep the talent happy. Um, yeah. So we'll let you take a nap, I guess. During no, 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 no. You're the talent. Oh, I see. I'm the producer. Let's get this straight here. Yeah. So we thought today we would talk about, um, you know, the mass shootings that have occurred recently, the political implications of that, uh, Brexit. Um, no, I'm just, just, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about any of that shit. <laughs> Um, no, babe, this podcast is supposed to be a relief of just a momentary relief from mm. um, the uh, harsh reality of the gripping headlines that are produced every 30 seconds. Right. Yeah. D- don't pay attention to those. Just pay attention to our harsh reality. <laughs> and t- take solace in the fact that maybe you won't have to go through it. Maybe. Well, you you probably will. Let us know, though. Yeah. But seriously, um, so I guess we we talked uh, we talked about talking about our pets. We talked about talking about. <laughs> well, that's kind of what. Like, if you're talking about your podcast, then unless you're like playing <sighs> songs or or something like that, then yeah, you're talking about talking. I guess you're right. That's kind of funny. But it does sound funny. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you want to talk about pets? What do you like animals? <laughs> I do like animals. Uh, some kind of farmer? Uh, well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I don't think farmers actually like animals, you know, because they have to kill them all the time and everything. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Would it bring us down off that huge laugh, man? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Um, I do like animals a lot. I spent a lot of time with animals. Spent a lot of money on animals. No, Uh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, um, I think that they're like uh, a bigger part of our lives than we think, you know? And, uh, it's this, it's kind of like having kids. It's like, everybody's like, oh yeah, you gotta have kids and it's no big deal. And, you gotta have dogs too, and cats, and pets, and yeah, all kinds of things. And it's everybody does it. It's sort of like a foregone conclusion for a yeah. lot of people. It's just like, well, yeah, we're always gonna have two or three dogs, sure, or, or one dog, or it's just a part of our lifestyle. And stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, and yet, right now, there is not another living thing <laughs> in the studio, <laughs> <laughs> which is our humble abode. Thank goodness. Aside from human beings. Yes. And rats, spiders, cockroaches. I don't think we have any rats. I don't think we do either. <laughs> spiders and cockroaches, yeah. We got those for sure. Yeah. But those don't count as pets. No. <laughs> and they sure don't because when I see them, I kill them. Yeah. But when I see my own pets, I don't kill them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I mentioned... Uh, rats actually because one of my first pets that i had oh gosh your poor little rat rat. yeah that's such a sad little sad little story about that rat yeah i shouldn't even tell it but you know every time i think about old ratty ratigan or whatever the rat's (laughs) name was i don't even know what its name was ralph i don't know i wasn't there (laughs) maybe (laughs) anyway i was riding around with my sweet sweet ass rat on my bike yeah Dropped, dropped the rat. 
Off the bike? Off the bike. Oops. Yeah. Rat did not survive. Oh. So, yeah. Was that your not, first pet? Not to bring down the mood or anything, but, like, yeah, that's that was a bummer. Was that your first pet? Um... Maybe like my first pet, like the one that was mine. I like gotcha. uh, my family had other other pets and stuff like that. We're not going to get into that. There's no. too much too but much of that bullshit. Just, just but out of curiosity, how long does rat last? I don't know. I mean, as a, uh, as a kid, it seemed like a long time, but it was probably like two or three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, that seems about right, right? in kid time. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh man, it's my rat. I love this thing. Like we, <laughs> I've had it forever. <laughs> yeah, man. We, me and him go way back. Yeah. We're old school. Yeah. We ride around on my bike all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like that. That like you should be able to hold on to that rat while you're riding. I, I could do it today. I mean. I mean, if the rat was cool. Let me just rewind here. You know, like if this was my kid, and my kid had a rat, and they're like, I'm gonna put my rat. On my bicycle and take a ride. I'm like, oh, hell no, you're not. Yeah. I'm not going to have you wailing and whooping for five hours about this rat dying and then have to bury the rat and go to the store and get another rat. Well, I'm glad you have a kid that would tell you <laughs> that he's going for a bike ride with his fucking rat. Well, if I saw him run out the door with a rat, I'd be like, hey, whoa there, yeah, Sonny. Dude. <laughs> I'm back Sneaky. in the house with that rat. Put that. Put that shit in my pocket. <laughs> walk outside, man. Get on my bike all casual. No, I'm not trying to blame your yeah, mom. No. Yeah. It just is it's what it fun. is. It's sad. Now, from there, were you like eight or something? I mean, I feel like almost. No, 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 no. Like maybe four or five. Oh, gosh. Wow. Yeah. You were really young to like have, how's the, have a pet. How young would you like ride a bicycle? With away no training wheels or something like that. Away from the house or what? <laughs> no, because we had that area where you could like oh. ride around, you know, like a you know driveway. Maybe little... five would be the youngest. Yeah, four or five probably. Okay. Yeah. Well. Um, so I mean, but like, yeah, whatever. I used Ralph... to take my bunny on boat rides. Yeah. But I mean, the, you know, but the boat didn't have an engine, so it was a fairly like slow ride. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm sure the bunny could probably like swim, and it's not in danger of getting like knocked out of the boat, and then like, oh, yeah. the bunny drowned. Like well, you would, you'd be able to grab the thing or whatever. Probably. I mean, you know, I'd put my bunny and my dog and my cat on the boat, and you yeah. know, paddle them around for a while. And look, man, it wasn't my finest hour. You know, I think about it. I think every day. I think you should let it go. I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go right here. I'm gonna let out a deep exhale. Okay. Are you okay. are you okay now? Okay. I'm I'm at peace with it. Okay, good. All right. Yeah. So just a little little yoga. Yeah. Guided breathing, okay. you know, helps. Well, but we, anyway, so I mean there's a billion reasons to have pets. Yes. Right? Like yes. everybody loves having pets. All of our friends, a bunch of our family has pets, dogs, cats. Yeah. That's mainly it. Some people have livestock, chickens, whatever. Yeah. Um but, like, so why the fuck don't we have pets? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, this episode is all about our life without pets. And that's really because we've already had pets. Oh. So this is sort of, um, you know, I think it's what happens after you've owned a lot of pets. And you're just kind of like, wow, like I did that. 
you know? Yeah. Um, it's like we got it. Yeah. But, I mean, as a younger person, I could have never imagined being an adult and not having a dog. That would have been, like, sacrilege in mm. my mind, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that, I would have been a real loser. Oh, yeah. You know? Total Just, loser, like, man. a total boring loser. Major loser. You know, not to have a dog because dogs are what make life fun. Yeah, dude. Taking care of them sh- them guys. You know, uh, and gals, thank you. So, I mean, what <laughs> um, female dogs? Why, why is it that we need all these pets? You know, why, what, what is it about, you know, that kind of like lifestyle where we just we romanticize it quite a bit, I think, as people? We do, but I mean, they are really uh, enjoyable to have around a lot of the time. It's just sometimes they're not, and sometimes they're really expensive, and sometimes you shouldn't have them. So is the are you saying that the reason that we don't have pets right now is because of me? And <laughs> <laughs> to think about that one. Is it, no, I'm is on board with the decision. I mean, I'm weak though. Ah, uh, you know, uh, I'm walking through the I'm walking through the uh, grocery store. I'm seeing things on the shelf. I'm checking them out. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get that. That sounds cool. <laughs> Next thing I know, I've got like a basket full of stuff, and it's like I just went there to get like. I don't know, like spinach or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the strong one here. I'm definitely holding down the fort on <laughs> not having any delightfully cute little fuzzy, you know, mammals like crawling all over the place. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, you're hardcore, man. Yeah. Well, I but mean I'm glad. Okay. So I mean, like, you know, there is a part of me that feels a little bit bad that we don't have pets now. What part? Uh, <laughs> you know, because I know that everybody else enjoys them so much and I enjoy them too. But what happens to me is that when I have pets, I feel very responsible for them. And that extra responsibility stresses me out big time. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, I enjoy, you know, like petting dogs and taking them for walks and doing all those things. But that dog is like always in the back of my mind. Like, just hovering there all the time. Like, oh my gosh, you gotta get home and feed the dog. Oh my gosh, you gotta get home and let the dog out. Yeah. Oh my God, I gotta take the dog to the vet and get the rabies shot. And I, but can I afford that? And I forgot to get dog food. And oh, oh my right. gosh, did he run out of water while we were gone? It's so hot outside. Like, yeah. I just start to get, like, it's just did like they a go panic. Into a diabetic coma and it's just die? like a, I'm in a panic all the time. With yeah. those. It's like a little baby. Oh my God, I left my baby at home. Wow. I know you were so high stress about it, but that makes sense. Well, I'm always the one that's kind of like, well, you know. Well, you're kind of in charge of taking care of it. Yeah. So it's like if the dog dies because I was like, well, I forgot and I left it outside with no water then for 18 hours, then it would be on me. Yeah, you're the one going to jail. <laughs> oh, no, Not no. me. No, no, no. <laughs> I would be the one breaking everybody's heart. And that is yes. worse in some ways than going to jail. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Heartbreak is the jail of feelings. Oh, write that down. <laughs> no, we're recording it. We're oh, good. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean. So, does that happen to you when we have pets? Are you always like, oh my gosh, what's the dog doing? No, because you're taking care of it. <laughs> No, it does. I mean, I have a I have a sense of responsibility about it too, but I mean, sometimes in addition to the constant thinking about about these creatures or whatever, 
uh, and them always being right in the back of your mind, you know, sometimes they're all they're also actually right in the back of your mind <laughs> physically because they weigh like 130 pounds and you know yeah. they, they stand whatever four and a half feet off the ground or whatever and literally and a great dane and they're breathing their their demon breath uh-huh. onto you and watching you every every, every second. step you take they're one quarter of an inch away <laughs> from you at all times <laughs> yeah yeah so there's that too. That's true. They're but literally no, I, around you. I think I'm generally lower stress in that uh, portion of it, probably because I have the luxury of having, uh, you know, the the um, the zookeeper, <laughs> uh, wrangler of all things human and uh, <laughs> and beast <laughs> and beast all of all things beast. Um, you know, this like kind of. Um, like the point person on that shit. Yeah, I think Like if actually, you tell me to do this or that, I'm, I'll do it. But it's like I might not, like I might not think of it. Yeah, I gotcha. But I would think of like, oh, the dog needs water and the dog needs to be let out. And, sure. You know, petted and stuff like that. So it's not like I'm a complete you no. Know, idiot. No, no, no. But I think it's just, um, I think it, I generally just take on too much responsibility. Uh, you know, generally yeah. speaking. So it's kind of interesting to think about it now because I think when I was younger, the idea of being a caretaker of an animal or many animals was like a really appealing thing to me uh, because I think I felt like that was something I could control. And it was like um, enjoyable to like kind of, you know, be a caretaker because I wasn't responsible for anything else really except for myself. Only child. Yeah, only child. So I think that that huh. was appealing when yeah. I was younger. And well, I really... Plus you lived in a setting where it was like, you know, there's property around and pe- yeah. other people have animals. Yeah. And it was easy to have animals. I mean, we yeah. we had a, a plenty of room and I had all this time because yeah. I was an only child, you know. Right. And I didn't really do a whole lot of stuff. Like I wasn't like super involved in sports or whatever. So my my animals were like a hobby. They were right. like my project, you know. And you had a whole host of different, you know, different things. And we can get into that. But, like, when you know, when we got together and stuff, I mean, like, did we get a dog, like, two weeks after we started dating? Like, what happened? <laughs> no, because our parents forbade it. What, do you think we would have? Oh, for sure. I mean, we started talking about that stuff, like, not that long after we got together. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that, but I guess I get it. So was I pushing the pushing the that issue? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Well, because you know, your family had had dogs and stuff, but I don't think you had a dog at that time. What did I think I was gonna do with a dog? Have so much fun. <laughs> Play fetch, take it for walks. But it would live with me at my Mom and dad's yeah. house. Okay. Yeah. And then you were like, Why don't you just get a dog? Because your family has all this property. And I and my mom was like, "Oh hell no!" So am I <laughs> the problem here? No, I think we were both I'm in it. To learn, I'm learning so much. We're about both in it. This. Totally together on that. Um, yeah. So so when did we when did we get our first uh, beast? Well, so uh, we had a trial run with a dog we adopted that didn't go so hot, mm-hmm. and uh, learned some lessons, and then we. You know, as a, a Christmas present, you got me a little brown puppy. Oh, As per my request. Yeah. You requested brown? Oh, yeah. Because it's a brown dog. That's right. 
one of your uh, childhood pets. Yes. The best dog ever. The was. best dog ever. You know, the dog that's like on the mantelpiece. You worship yeah. it daily because it was such an amazing dog. But really, like it was not that great. It's just in your mind as a, yeah. as a kid. It's the perfect dog. The dog is your hero. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So you got me a little puppy. Oh, what kind of puppy she, was And she was, was this? very darling. Oh. And that was Juno. Did and she have little blue eyes? She had little blue eyes and little fuzzy brown hair. Oh, man. She was so cute. And uh, she was like, you know, a couple months old when we got her. Yeah. I think, uh, don't I still, or don't we still have a picture of her, like, that I took uh, driving her home or something, like in the car? No, I don't. I don't know about that. That seems familiar to me. I'll have to look through the stuff. I, I have some pictures of her when she was a little puppy. Yeah, but I remember bright blue eyes like yeah. they have before their eyes change. Yeah, and just a cute little puppy. Puppies are cute, man. Calendar puppy. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what she looked so like. So it was your birthday. No, it was Christmas. Christmas, your Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting this all fucked up. <laughs> it was Christmas. You spent. Oh yes, a... I remember it so well. Yeah, wasn't that an amazing Christmas, babe? <laughs> you don't remember like any holidays ever. This is like, this is something that you should know about yourself. Yeah, I have holiday uh, blindness or amnesia. Actually, I think you have an allergy to holidays. Oh, I didn't even know until like a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this one was great because I brought you home the yeah, puppy that you wanted. You did, but it wasn't actually on Christmas. That's probably why you don't remember it uh, that way, you know? It was close to Christmas. It was this close to Christmas, yeah. yeah. Um, and how yeah. did that go? What was that like? <laughs> it was so much work, dude. Oh, yeah. So right off the bat, it was like, oh, I've ac- I realized I've never had a puppy. Um, because my dog I had as a kid wasn't a puppy. Yeah, it was a full-grown. Yeah, like a one- or two-year-old dog that just was a stray. Yeah. And um, so that was new, and it was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, up in the middle of the night all the time. And it's like, yapping and whining uh, and what's and needs chewing, to be in the bed. Chewing on everything. Did and, we let it in the bed? Oh, yeah, just shut it up. I mean, <laughs> Eventually, yeah, after hours. Yeah. Um, or probably like five minutes. You know, shitting and pissing all over the carpet, yeah. constantly cleaning that up. I mean, yeah. And so, <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> and this, yeah, obviously, this is like when we were, like, we moved into a place. We're living together. Yeah, this is like 99. 99. Yeah. So, like, do you remember when we lived in that rental house? And mm-hmm. we would, <laughs> we were so lazy that we would just let that dog... Like when she got old enough to be housebroken, we would just let her out on the driveway and she would just shit all over the driveway and we would not clean it up for like a month. And do you remember Slam from the band coming over and he like parked in the driveway and like walked up to the back door instead of the front door (laughs) and like basically had to like avoid like 18 piles of dog shit. I forgot all about that. (laughs) And he was not. He was so mad and he was just like what are you guys doing? Like, this is so irresponsible and disgusting. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you're just letting your dog shit all over your driveway and you're not even going to clean it up. And we yeah. were just like, huh? So? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really had it figured out. Man. We were really doing awesome at this point. That is so lazy and lame. We were both basically working full time though. So, it yeah. Was, um, yeah, it was a little bit of a challenge to keep up with the adult uh, what did jobs. You, what did you want to name this little... Uh, Love devil. <laughs> um, I was gonna name her Katzen. Katzen, what's why? 
Because I thought it'd be funny to name a dog cat. Mm-hmm. You know, cat in German. Cat in German. Yeah. Katzen. Katzen. It's like a shameful name for a dog. Yeah. It's like, hey, dog, you're a cat. Yeah. That sounds great. And that's so we named her Katzen? No. You wouldn't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I really put my foot down on that one. Huh? Yeah, you did. That's like, that would be way too clever. No, you were like, we're not going to name this dog Cat. That's yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. We're going to name this dog Juno. Right, yeah, like J-U-N-O, like the movie that no. came out like uh, no. 10 years later. Nope, right? nope. It was like Juno, Alaska. J-U-N-E-A-U. This must have been your way of telling me that you wanted to live in the snow and, you know, be outdoors or something. Totally. Uh, be in your natural habitat. Yeah. Yeah. In the, yeah, in Alaska, man. Yeah, I didn't get that. Where bears go to <laughs> be cool. Where bears go on vacation. I think that's the state slogan. Yeah. So, uh, so Juno ended up being a very demanding and difficult dog. Uh, she was like, she was easy to train, but she was so high energy and, you know, just so out of control all Super, the time. Yeah. Just like uh, wiggling. Jumping on people. Everywhere, and then as soon as she learned the the magic of fetching. Ugh. I mean, she was a Labrador retriever. What do you expect? Yeah. Yeah, chocolate lab, man. I mean, of course, she's going to want to do that all day. But we were just delusional and stupid. We're dumb kids. We were like, we're going to get that brown dog, and that dog is going to be so wonderful and well-behaved. And we'll just completely ignore everything about its breeding and all, you know, All it'll want to do eight hours a day is fetch and go in the water. Right. And so we'll be at work all the time and that'll work out great. (laughs) We're both working full time. I mean, uh, yeah, you were working full time throughout that whole period. But for me, off and on, like I had times where I was home more and times where I had to work more and, you know. Right. So, yeah. I do remember you taking Juno to work. (laughs) Yeah, I did that a lot when she was little because she constantly had to go out that was at the arts council thing right go to the bathroom yeah yeah oh and then (laughs) there was also this period where you were also you were like helping people paint their houses or something like that i've always had a side hustle yeah you had this this house painting side hustle going on which is so weird oh my gosh why would anybody hire like a like a what 18 year old kid to like go paint well it was your inside of their house yeah. Oh, and right. her friends those were the only <laughs> oh no actually i got yeah did you get I, some outside i did outside the family gigs no, oh, but they were like probably friends of family yeah, i did okay. end up doing quite a bit of that and yeah the dog was always with me stuffed yeah. in my overalls i do remember yeah, yeah uh yeah juno going to painting work with mm-hmm. you uh stuffed in the top of your overalls that yeah. was pretty funny <laughs> too bad we don't have a picture of that oh it's man been pretty hilarious yeah um and pretty cute Yep. But yeah, so uh, I, you know, Juno was what you would expect out of a, a lab and she was a pretty good, you know, like family pet other than just being completely annoying all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> she always fetch, wanted something. Fetch, yeah. Fetch. Or, or water. Yeah, water. Getting, water. Or getting in the trash or yeah. barking in the car or, you know, whatever. And as much as we try to train that dog, like she just... I don't know. She was like wild. Yeah, she was she very was like out of a control. Ba- a ball of like energy. She like needed a, a job. She needed to work for TSA. Yeah. 
We just we couldn't pay enough attention to her to keep her happy. We weren't TSA, man. No, we didn't have enough jobs. We were. <laughs> we were lame. If we could have taught her to pick up her own dog poop, I would have been really happy about that. Like in her mouth? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross, man. <laughs> I mean, dogs do no, eat poop. But no. Like, you know. like you teach her to like, you know, bite a shovel like it's fetch. And then oh, you go scoop, scoop up it? the poop and retrieve it to the garbage can. That is a trick. <laughs> I'm sure if we, I'm sure we could look on YouTube and find some oh, dogs yeah. who can do that, right? Sure. Sure. Or maybe they would scoop the, out the cat poop. Oh, well, they just eat the cat poop. <laughs> right. Snacks. <laughs> wow. This is taking a disgusting turn. Okay. Enough uh, poop. <laughs> All right. Enough. Enough. Sorry. Oh, that's a big part of having dogs, though. Oh, yeah. Like, you spend a lot of time on poop. Huge. And then later on, it gets bigger. Oh, this um, is always a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, Juno, like, she was complete ball of energy as soon as she could you know she was like fetching and retrieving in water um she's like you know uh <laughs> she's like going on camping trips and stuff like that going to the coast and then like yep. swimming all over oh yeah being being my little uh shark bait or whatever yeah. while I'm while I'm out there floating around well you always like to swim on these horrible you know like riptide um, areas of the no- north coast where it's freezing ass cold. And, you know, you get out there and swim around for a half hour in a wetsuit. No problem. Yeah. I'm on the shore just like shaking my head. <laughs> wow. What you're doing out there? Just got to stay in until your extremities go numb and then you're good. Um, I can't do it because I have shark phobia. Mm. And you don't have that. You're free of shark phobia, which is great because... Obviously, no sharks have other ever bothered you, so it's all kind of in my head. But this is bad, man. This is like uh, <laughs> now that we're recording this. Like the next time I go to the coast, I'm gonna get bit by a shark no, or something you're not. like that. That's what I'm. Yeah. Okay. Well, so if I'm dead when you're listening <laughs> to this, <laughs> look, look up the non-existent Wikipedia. You know what? You know what? I mean, you know, sharks are, live in the ocean. This isn't news. Yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. Okay. So when you would go and swim with Juno. Yeah. And she looked like a seal. Oh, yeah. In the water. And seals actually would come up to her. Oh, yeah. And check her right. out. Mm-hmm. And I was always like. Be like, hey, what's this weird seal? Yeah. But I, but for me on the shore, being a shark phobe, you know, phobe, I was like, oh, my gosh, the seals are getting really close to Jason. And that's <laughs> what the sharks like to eat. And pretty soon, if any more seals come, <laughs> you're going to have a shark nearby. I'm really learning how much uh, stress I've caused you. <laughs> Not only are you stressed about the dog all the time, <laughs> but you're also stressed about your idiot husband out there oh. floating around like, <laughs> like, a, with the seals. like a bear with the seals. Yeah. Like, oh, this is fun. This is what I have to do when there's water. Yeah, well, see. Hey. You and that dog had something in common. Yep. Get it to get in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, significantly lower energy. I don't know about that. Than, than the hoon's bag. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> how about, uh, okay, so we used to go like uh, get Christmas trees every every year. Yeah. For Christmas or whatever with some family friends. And so, they, you know, both both families had dogs. And so the dogs were always part of those like Christmas tree 
hunting yeah. uh, trips or whatever. And I remember uh, one very distinctively where, like, Juno wanted to fetch, but the only thing to fetch when we got to the snow was pine cones. Right. Giant, <laughs> razor-sharp pine cones or whatever, right? Yeah. So she's going out. She's grabbing these pine cones, and her mouth is just getting, like, bloodied. Right. Or whatever. She's like, all cut she's, up. Like, slinging, uh, you know, like, um, dog saliva drool and like blood mixture around oh yeah and then she like cuts her nose <laughs> wide open on one of the razor sharp edges of this of a pine cone yeah and then shakes herself off and just like sprays blood all over like our a quentin friends. tarantino movie yeah all over our friend's daughter mostly yeah <laughs> and it wasn't just her nose she cut her tongue too yeah. so as she's running and panting She's just like just flopping blood everywhere. I mean, you can barely pick up one of those damn things with your hands. Yeah. She would just so chew pick them up. up with the inside of your mouth <laughs> and your tongue. Yeah, she'd just chew like, them up. What she the thought hell? that was that was a yummy, like sort of a treat. Just like no pain. <laughs> yeah. And I remember they were not so thrilled about that. No. <laughs> and I also remember that we had blood all over everything, including the inside of the car. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I re- also recall a time where we went up there with them, and she um, had a big dog fight with one of their dogs over mm. like a bowl of water or something, and I had to intervene. And uh, did you get bloody? Oh no, no, no! I know better than that. I uh, I just kicked her in the ribs. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's how we end dog fights. Wow. They need some something to like interrupt that like crazy. I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna kill you energy. She also I mean, that's one thing about labs that I don't think I ever understood when I was younger is that they are so pain tolerant. Like if you if you get a lab, like say a bark collar or something, or they just they don't pay any attention to it. I mean, they're just they're tough. Yeah. And, you know, they're meant to for endurance and you know, not that you should hit your dogs, but you know, yeah. I mean, she just didn't pay attention Even to anything. Even stuff with like just a leash, and, you yeah. know, learning, learning to yeah. walk on like a lead or whatever and not pull. Yeah. Like we had to get a special halty yeah. thing that would like, you know, kind of control her by the snout. And then everybody was like, why does your dog have a muzzle? Yeah. Well, it's uh, like, yeah. it's not a muzzle, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Every person. Yeah. Forever. So. It's, yeah. It's all good fun. She, she finally learned how to walk on a leash after about eight years. <laughs> <laughs> We took her to dog training. You oh did. yeah, no, we both did. She oh was yeah, good. oh yeah, dog training. Yeah, she did pretty good at the dog training. She was very food motivated. Right? Oh yeah, she was easy to train. Easy to train. Um, I mean, we still could have trained her way better if well, we if we knew. That's the thing <laughs> that kills me with this stuff. It's like if we were to get a dog now, we have all this experience and we mm-hmm. would know what to do. Or at least this is like the the in my mind that this is like the hubris or whatever. I mean, in my mind, if we've got a dog again, I mean, I have a completely different idea of how my life would be hmm. if I was, like, going to go out and get a dog. Yeah. Like, I'd be retired, you know. I'd have a lot of expendable cash. I'd be, I'd just have all the time in the world. Yeah. You know, I'm home a lot. Um, right, just like right now. <laughs> right? My kids are grown up. Mm-hmm. Like, long gone. And, uh... Yeah, you know, I'm like ready for a project again and I just want to get a dog for fun. I mean, these this is like a life I, I have trouble imagining at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully someday, but yeah. 
Right. Yeah, totally. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, she was very easy to train though, I guess is the point. And like yeah. we t- did that training class and at that training class, uh, there were, there was a pair of puppy great Danes, but That's they were true. like almost a year old. Yeah. Maybe right around there that we met and we got to hang out. Yeah. And, um, we ended up spoiler, uh, for the episode you're listening to that you're going to find out about in a sec here, but <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. You're so, you're so big on spoilers, man. Am I? Oh yeah. You're like, I want to talk to you soon. No. Don't, but, but, can't, don't you tell me who's in it. <laughs> don't watch it. Don't no, no, I'm not only for like certain things. Cause I can also watch something and then co- completely forget about it. That's true. Um, yeah. Like, and then watch it again and be like, Whoa, this is great. I love it. <laughs> but anyway, like some of the foundations of, I feel like the foundations of the great Dane ownership to come were laid. Oh, at the dog training. Yeah. Well, I do remember that. And that is true. I mean, I remember admiring those dogs in the class, but my great Dane obsession comes from, uh, a neighbor dog from when I was a kid. Uh, the That's people right. that own this, the dog just didn't pay any attention to it. And so I kind of, you know, doctored it up here and there. It would just come in. It would come in our house once in a while, uninvited, just show up, open the door, open the sliding glass door and come yeah. in, uh, eat, try to eat food off the counter and stuff. A real friendly dog. It was just kind of an easy, easy to be around dog. Mm-hmm. And then... um I also remember like encountering a great Dane on a family vacation or something and, and like talking to my parents and be like, Oh, like this was after, we, like we didn't have a dog. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was probably like a teenager and I was like, Oh, we should get a great Dane. Wouldn't that be cool? And they were like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we should get a horse. No. <laughs> we um, should not get anything. No, we're done with that. Yeah. So, um, I had this, you know, sort of like, you know, when I grow up, I'm going to have a great day and God damn it. And you're right. not going to tell me what to do. <laughs> and, I'm, and Robin was almost grown up at this point. Uh, yeah. So I, I, yeah. So I had this obsession with great Danes and they also appear quite a bit in fashion photography. They are a fun dog to look at. So they get yeah. used a lot in commercials and things. So I think that was another thing is just, I like the way they look, you I know, mean, they're even on the sign. Oh, yeah, that's right. right? Like the dog <laughs> sign is like a Like at national game. parks. Like with yeah. the cropped ears and everything. But it usually has a big circle with a line through it. Yeah. <laughs> should have don't, don't, paid, paid attention. attention. <laughs> God damn. So, yeah, I mean, so wait, this is a story about why we don't have pets. Right. So, I mean, everything sounds like it's going awesome so far. I know, right? Yeah. Like, it, it, we've, we're enjoying this. We got a dog this. that we got the dog. we're completely in over our head with. We're training the dog. It doesn't match up with our lifestyle at all. Nope. So what would we do at that point? Well, the logical thing would not be to get any more dogs. Really? You know, right? But don't you think, I mean, maybe there's something to us. Like maybe the dog just needs a friend, a dog oh, friend. Oh, yes, a dog They can friend. just kind of hang out together, get some of that energy out, blah, blah, yep. blah. Yep. Well, that makes was perfect, that the idea? perfect sense to me. Or were we just like, no, we 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 don't think anything's wrong, and we're going to get another. I I think that there was something about <laughs> Juno. Uh, I just felt like that was your dog. Hmm. I mean, she just loved you. Yeah. You know, you were like the bee's knees. 
Like, if you were around, nobody else existed. This was, like, your dog. Right. Which I was miffed about because this was supposed to be my dog. Yeah. But, you know, at a certain yeah, point. Yeah, I named it. Yeah. And, and she really. she's, like, imprinted on me or yeah. something. Yeah. She saw you as the alpha. I wonder if that's, like, really common with, like, a female dog and a male owner. Or Maybe. Or, like, vice versa. Because Paul was supposed to be my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. We have a dog named Paul, or had one, uh, who was my dog. And then, like, he was just basically, like, always shadowing you. Yeah. So it was, like, the opposite thing. It was the opposite, yeah. It's interesting. I think I also kind of had enough of Juno, and I was like, I would like a different dog. Yeah. Can we do this over? Yeah, and we're kind of, <laughs> like, at this point where, you know, things are going better. Like, right. Financially. Right. We had the money to... And the time to think about another dog. We had that little kid. Yeah, a little kid. Right. What we talked that? about the kids. Uh, Morgan. <laughs> we had Morgan. Yeah. So Morgan was... Morgan and Chino. Good Lord. That was a handful in and of itself. Yeah, they were a team. They were a team of terror, those two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they kept me going a night and day. Um, yeah. But then I was like, I'm going to get this great Dane. You know, I'm going to get my dream dog. I'm going to live that that life. I'm going to yeah. have that beautiful, elegant, great Dane with that diamond collar that sleeps on a little pink cushion. And, you know, like I'll take it on walks and it'll just heal right alongside of me. And I, as I walk in my stilettos and, <laughs> and that's all real. Oh, that's all really uh, what you were thinking. Oh, right? 100%. Yeah. I mean, that just is astounding to me. It's <laughs> like, I've never thought about something that way. In my life, like put that much effort and thought into like designing the the future with this thing, the experience, yeah, the dog or or the piece of gear or musical instrument, like nothing. Oh man, I mean, I take one thing and I build like you know the vision around it. Yeah, yeah, and that thing was a great day. Correct. So what'd you do? Yeah, so we went and bought a Great Dane. Of course, cool. we we uh, we didn't buy the Great Dane that we probably should have. We bought the bargain Great Dane mm. from a local breeder. Right. Um, not a good idea. Mm. Um, and I got the pick of the litter. There were 17 to choose from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, I had to have a girl. Uh, of course, yeah. for some reason, because I wanted this to be some feminine, you know, dog, because it was going to wear this diamond collar and all that shit. <laughs> like it was going to wear a tutu or something yeah. and like yeah. dance and, around or something. Yeah. And I had the name picked out, so it had to be female because I was yeah. going to name it Natasha. Mm-hmm. That's a very foo-foo name, isn't it? That is. That yeah. is for a dog. This was probably also <laughs> to do with the fact that... Um, I was just surrounded by like dudes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and this was some just sort of a, some sort of an outlet for me. Me, yeah. Morgan and, and Juno. Juno, who might as well have been a bro. Yeah. Like if she was if she was hanging out with you at the bar, she would be wearing the the black Carhartt. and navy uh <laughs> button down flannel. Yeah. And the Carhartt jeans or maybe even coveralls. Who knows? Or overalls at least. She like, was a very dominating dog. Yeah. Yeah. I just about had enough of that. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, I think I had a little fantasy going on and um 
And yeah, we're basically going to bring femininity back (laughs) into the Fader family. I guess. I mean, I really didn't grow up as a really super feminine kid. Like I was kind of a tomboy. So again, this is just sort of a fantasy, Mm. fantasy realm, you know? Yep. So, uh, yeah. So I got what I asked for and, um, you know, like, but you, you did it. You bought, you, I did made the contract. I did. I did all of that. And so there there was no interference from you whatsoever. No, I was not blowing the whistle on that. I was like, okay. Yep. And so, yeah. And so that was fun. I mean, it was fun at the time. Sure. And like, uh, she was an easier dog. Great Danes were, I mean, in comparison, breed wise, so much easier. So chill. So, so big and floppy. floppy. Kind of just lazy. Kind of lazy. It's like they would have little bursts of energy where they'd like, you know, do zoomies or like tear ass around the the backyard sure but like then they would lay down to just sleep all day yeah yeah and so that really lined up a lot more with what we had time for yeah but then we still had our uh lab yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like do you do you remember were they like buddies or did they not like each other or did they pay any attention to each other because i don't remember what they did together at all juno was very upset about that to start with, she wanted to eat her. Oh, but she got over that fairly quickly. The bigger she was a puppy, yeah, because she was pretty tiny. Yeah, the bigger she got, the more she could stand her. And then, um, yeah, they actually had fun together for a while. Mm-hmm. And then Juno started to get arthritis pretty early. Yeah, and didn't really want a big dog clobbering her all the time because they would play rough. Yeah, for sure. Like Natasha would play rough. Yeah, because she was little. She was just a young dog. And so, yeah, so then we had, you know, um, two giant kennels in our living room, as I recall. Um, so if you don't have room in your house for <laughs> the things you're going to keep the dogs in. Don't buy the dogs. Like, what? <laughs> what the Like, hell? our living room was really small. It was like 10 by 10 or something. And we had like, you know, a giant size, like a crate big enough to put like a a small cow in that yeah. was the great dane's kennel and then we had the one that was like um two-thirds that size for the for the lab right and it's like you have that's to... like about half the living room yeah <laughs> taken up by this you know metal wire right really ugly cage real ugly super ugly yeah but then it's also like frustrating because you're looking through it it's like i can see through it but i can't walk through it. yeah it's in the way you know it's like always in the way you're like (laughs) walk by it and like hit your toe on it or something like that right like yeah you know you have to like turn sideways when you go (laughs) uh, like you know back to the kitchen between the couch and the kennel oh yeah the hell dude yeah so we were living in this little tiny house but living large with these dogs you know? living a good life yeah so that went so well and had you know i was living my fantasy i was like well at some point we'll have to get another great dame because you know you have to have a pair yeah you know it was like right. bookends you're gonna have even out the uh you know like balance of the dogs it's still like a design it is in your head <laughs> You, you have like a specific picture or like a, uh, like a, I don't know, a photo shoot or something that you're thinking uh-huh. about when you do this. And it's like, yep. okay, well, this one's going to stand there and uh-huh. that one's going to stand there. Yep. 
The yeah. other one will be the other the one will we will hide. Home. We'll hide in the yeah. back and pretend like it doesn't exist because it doesn't match the other dogs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had to have black and white Great Danes. They couldn't be gray. They couldn't be brown. You know, they couldn't be tan. They had to be the black and white Great Danes. Mm. You know, they had to match. Yes. So that's where your your dog comes in because I was like, well, you know, uh, Juno's getting old. And yeah. crotchety. Yeah, she was getting arthritis really bad yeah. at this point. This is where the health problems yes. started. She'd actually always had some health problems. We had dropped quite a bit Definitely of money. mental health. Oh, mental health for sure. They don't treat that really for dogs, but <laughs> they should. Um, they give them like downers and stuff, right? Yeah. In retrospect, if I had the money, I'd totally give that dog some downers, dude. <laughs> She just drove me crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so, like, as we, again, as the money increased, the uh, idea of having dogs, you know, like, increased. And so, yeah, so got you a a dog for your birthday. And, you know, it was the matching set to the Great Danes. and um, Life was complete at that point. Yeah. Right? And we had three dogs. Yeah. And uh, Juno hated both of them and wanted right. to eat them alive. And was de- getting more and more decrepit. Yeah. And um, at she, one point lashed out to one of the kids or yeah, something, right? She bit Morgan. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, okay, like she's really having a hard time. Mm-hmm. And so she she retired at my parents' house. Yeah. I thought that was going to go to another dark place for a no. second. And I know the story. No. She retired. No, she really did. She went yeah. and convalesced at my parents' house yeah. on five acres with a pond um, where they treated her like a princess and let her sleep on the couch and oh, let her be yeah. the baddest dog in the world. Would never, yeah, never scold Never her, scolded her. Never stop her nope. from doing anything. Fed her night and day. She was so fat. She lived out her years. Put with up them. with her waking your parents up or oh, your yeah. mom up at least, barking in the middle oh, of the night at who absolutely. knows what. Coyotes or something. But I my, forgot about that. My mom still talks about her. And yeah. it's just like, I miss her so much. She was the best dog. Mm. I'm just like, I am so glad you feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so, so hard for me to relate to you right now. Yeah, but she lived out. She lived a nice long life and uh, she had a pretty cush retirement years but yeah she yeah. got away from she the was great well loved and that's for oh, yeah. sure and we still got the visit which was that was fine. perfect yeah that was perfect we could come and see her once a week and yeah. pet her and yeah it was good you know it was like we we didn't really get rid of her we just uh you know sort of like placed her into the retirement home yeah you know <laughs> so i thought this was going to go to a dark place but this is still all sounding wonderful Oh, well, it's well, about, so it does, this is about the time when things start to go sideways okay. as far as the dog's health is concerned. Uh, more health so, problems. The Great Danes had a lot of health problems. Uh, the Great Danes are meant for rich people. Yeah. You know, that's why they're so elegant. Who can afford surgeries on the weekend. Yeah. For the emergency rate. Yeah. And, and who follow-up procedures. Who can hire an assistant to give their dog their diabetic insulin twice a day. What? Yeah. Dogs? Can Dogs? get diabetes? Oh, they get the diabetes. They get <laughs> it was, bad. That was fucking news to me, man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> how did you, how do we figure out, uh, how do we figure that out? Well, yeah, Natasha, after being, you know, housebroken for three years, started peeing on the floor one day and I was like, that's really strange. Like she must have a bladder infection or something and yeah. took her into the vet. And of course they, you know, got to run the blood work. 
$250 later. Um, and they're like, oh, she has diabetes. I was like, what? No, she doesn't. <laughs> You're kidding, right? What? Dogs don't get diabetes. What are you talking about? Yeah. They're like, so no. So what do you do? You give them a pill or something probably, huh? Oh, no, no. You have to give them a syringe full of uh, insulin twice a day. And, you know, if they don't eat right on time, they go. They have a seizure. Yeah. So, so like a diabetic person. Absolutely. 100% just like a diabetic person. Yeah. It's like having a diabetic child. And so that was uh, that added to my stress. I would imagine so. Yeah. Not, I mean, you're already stressed out. I'm already stressed. But now you're medically responsible yep. uh, for the beast too. And I had to go buy the insulin yeah. for people. Can you imagine how much that would cost now? <laughs> it was so... Like, like, insulin prices have gone up like oh. so much since then. Yeah, I mean, at the time it seemed like a lot. And I think it was it about was. 50 bucks a month. But that yeah. seemed like a lot at the time. I mean, you're already into the Great Dane food. Oh, yeah. The, you know, vet yeah, visits, vet. like oh, yeah. vitamins, treats, you know, Shots. whatever. Shots. Extra uh, kennels. Destroyed flooring. <laughs> <laughs> and other parts of your house. Doorknobs. Uh, yeah. Doors. Um, yeah. So, like... That was kind of a heavy hitter. Like, and this was not too long after we adopted Paul, mm -hmm. who was our male Great Dane. Um, he was a healthy dog. Like, he didn't really have a lot of genetic problems like she did. But, um, yeah, if not, I think it was the next year. So, Natasha had been diabetic for a year. We're doing all the things. Doing yep. the insulin twice a day, making sure she eats. Like, you know, it just became... Which puts a big buffer on what you can and oh, can't do. Yes. Right? Like, yes. let's go to dinner. Oh, but then we, we have to be back. Natasha's shot yeah. at the certain time. And then also, on top of that, if we're not there, she might not eat. Right. And so then she could it could be even worse because she'll, like, you know, seize out or something. Yeah. Like, you had to watch her eat. Yeah. 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 Make sure she... Yeah. It was really intense. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's funny. Oh, that was hilarious. And so, yeah, um, it was about a year later that Paul actually uh, got bloat. So What's bloat? Bloat is something that, you know, um, livestock and uh, like sheep and goats and cows and horses and all big dogs can get bloat. And that basically means that um, their stomach flips upside down a couple of times and ties a knot at their esophagus on their intestines mm. and that's really just due probably to probably very comfortable due to air air yep and that's like eating that's like eating too fast eating too fast eating too slow eating too high eating too low <laughs> eating too fucking everything anything having right? anxiety because like you read about bloat and you're and they're like well you got to feed them on this high thing and then no, you gotta and we feed did them on that. this low thing. We like, did we that. We probably did every permutation of that. We did that as a preventative. I yeah. mean, we knew about it. But mm -hmm. yeah, no, this was actually caused by anxiety. Uh, so yeah. we just put him in his kennel uh, during uh, a birthday party. He go went in his kennel all the time. Yeah. No big deal. But for whatever reason on that day, it was a big deal. And it's flipped out by flipped a bunch out. of people being there who yep. weren't normally there, probably. Right. right. So, yeah. Yep. And let him out of the kennel and he had bloat. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like from one hour to the next. It was really crazy. And so, yeah, that yeah, was. Um, that was so, uh, such a terrible experience. It was really, really bad. I think it was the worst for you because it was your new dog. Yeah. And I think for me, I, 
in that moment kind of felt like I made a mistake and I was like, wow, like I really wasn't prepared for the third dog hmm. financially. Right. Emotionally. Because this is a Sunday after a, a yeah. birthday party. Yeah. And so we're like, well, did you know what, what, what it was? Yeah. Were you like, oh, he's got bloat? Yeah. Oh, because like he his like you could tell from oh, his belly. Yeah. He looked like he'd uh eaten, you know, a pig or something, like his you know, his belly yeah. was just huge. And he couldn't like walk. Like yeah. he was in intense pain, as you right. imagine. It would be super painful if all your shit and your guts flipped over <laughs> yeah. and tied itself into a knot. Oh yeah. Right. So yeah, so we take him to the vet and get crazy emergency surgery and shit, right? Well, first they just pumped his stomach and flipped his stomach around and said, mm-hmm. "Okay, we got all the all the food out now. If you don't have the surgery and have his stomach tacked down, you know, to his ribcage, right. um, this is going to happen again." That's the expensive follow-up surgery procedure. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, seriously?" Like, I was like, "Well, I can't do this again. This is crazy." Yeah. It was $900 to pump his stomach. So, um, how much more is it to do the surgery? Well, that's like another, you know, like 1000 Fifteen hundred dollars. It was like two thousand dollars. It was something. more than that. It was like all of a sudden I was like twenty five hundred dollars for this whole like scenario, and I was like, Which, like right now, I guess <laughs> like that doesn't sound too bad. But back then, that's for whatever lot. reason, I mean, that's a lot of money to spend on your dog and stuff like that. And like, I guess I'm relating it to like, oh, there's a car repair or something like that. It's like, well, yeah. The difference is also now we're actually saving up for that stuff, so it's 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 a way different thing. We didn't have the money. No, we had a credit card. We had a credit card with that we still have the remnants <laughs> of the balance of. Okay, so just to put this in perspective, this was um 2009. 2009, and we are still paying these vet bills off between. Natasha having diabetes and yeah. having complications with that and you know Paul having uh bloat and having surgery. Yeah. Um we racked up uh, over $5,000 worth of vet bills and we assumed <laughs> I mean we we made this decision based mostly on emotion but um also sure. on the idea that we would have the money to just pay it off and it would be no big deal. Right. Yeah, in a few months or whatever maybe. But we didn't no, we did not have that. Was that was 10 years ago. Yeah, that's just coming up on 10 years, right? Coming up on 10 years. Um, uh, yeah, and we, so right now, as as we as we sit here recording this show, I think we're going to pay that thing off if everything goes to plan, like, you know, in four months, four or five <laughs> months. Now, if somebody had told me when I got these dogs that, you know, five years after they passed away, I would still be paying for their medical bills. I would have just laughed in their face. <laughs> yeah. I would have said, that's crazy. That's never going to happen. I'm not going to be one of those people. That's just dumb. I'm yeah. going to take care of my dogs and they're going to be healthy. But it's even more than five years. It's like six years <laughs> it's and more then than 10 five. years. And the, yeah. you know, it's like, oh my God, so crazy. It is so, so crazy. Anyway, we are just getting out from under that and hallelujah. And we haven't, you know, whatever we we're finally gonna get that done. But part of the reason is because we don't have any pets. <laughs> Truly. Well, so that's why we're able to save up for things like a, 
unexpected car repair. That's right. Ah, that's right. It's all making sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We could do those. We couldn't do both at once. I mean, we could now. We couldn't then. Yeah, for sure. So we can do everything now. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's the hubris again, man, rearing its ugly head. So besides all these dogs and all this dog drama, I mean, we did have a few other pets, right? We had a few other pets. I mean, we had a f- basically a farm for a period of time. Yeah. So, you know, you get rats on the farm and then you have to get cats on the farm to eat the rats, you yeah. know. And you got to have dogs. got to have dogs. Chase and you the have cats. Chickens. And <laughs> you gotta have, yeah, you got to have chickens. And the chickens actually attract the rats because you have chicken food. I mean, you know, we have this whole farmyard situation. It's a, cy- it's a farmyard cycle. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the cats that we had, you know, most of them, they just kind of came and went. They were like farm cats. And yeah. um, we didn't have inside cats. It wasn't the same as the dogs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we had 15 chickens. Yeah. Yeah. When we lived in the in the dream house. The dream house was a chicken paradise. Oh, absolutely. And we were doing the eggs. You, you like ordered these things. Oh, they came in the mail. Came they in were the mail. Fancy chickens. Fancy chickens. You know me, I got to have those fancy animals. So when you think back to the chickens, what is like the, what's your favorite memory from that time? <laughs> oh. I mean, legitimately, like your yeah. favorite. And yeah. then you can tell us you're not favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my <laughs> favorite. Learn, yeah. I um, mean. This, how, how much of a sadist <laughs> Robin is. <laughs> My favorite memory is basically when the uh, flock of chickens were all kind of like functioning. All the chickens are healthy. Mm. You know, the roosters aren't going crazy. And they just, you know, we'd let them out into the yard. Of course, we had to, you know, we keep the dogs in the house because they would eat them. Yep. But, you know, there's a, sort of this peaceful maybe one hour per day where we let the chickens out in the yard keep the dogs in and they just kind of roam. Right. You know, and they just kind of do their chicken thing and like patrol the perimeter. And the kids would be out there playing. Like and relaxing to watch. Yeah, chickens it was re- were relaxing. It was relaxing to watch. Watching little was, dinosaurs run around. Yeah, it was kind of a fun, um, it was a serene pastoral scene, you know. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite part. That, that's a good part. And yeah. getting, getting the eggs and stuff like that yeah. was nice too. Thanks for so good. A lot of good parts. Um, and so, okay, so what's your... Your worst memory, <laughs> or perhaps your most interesting memory of oh. a chicken being a chicken owner. Well, you know, with chickens comes roosters, right? Yeah, I guess they do. I guess what you were telling me, they put them in there for warmth or something. They do. So if you don't order a, a complete dozen, you know, in the mail, they have to fill it in with roosters. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Um, so when the little chicks came in the mail and I opened them up, I was like, oh, wow, I got some extra chicks, you know? Mm -hmm. And then about a week later, I was like, those are not chicks. Those are roosters. Those are roosters. So five roosters went to go live on a wonderful, like amazing property where it was all chickens. This guy just like collected everybody's unwanted roosters and chickens and ducks. And I took him over there and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is like a, a, like a rooster paradise. This is crazy. I was like, just. Over off at Churn Creek, not that far from huh. our house. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I thought, oh, I won't get any more roosters. But then I had a friend who had some roosters that were beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were top hat roosters. Some hot shit roosters. Man. Uh, they were fancy roosters. The and, cock of the walk, <laughs> literally. And, you know, obviously I have some kind of a, like a sickness for 
you know, animals that are fancy. I mean, it's like, yeah. I really should have worked in a zoo, yeah. obviously. Like, um, Some sort of like exotic animal trainer. Yes. I oh, think man, that would have been my, my calling, yeah. really, truly. Um, and so those, anyway. Those tight like uh, khaki pants and stuff. <laughs> Ooh. Those yeah, hiking man. boots. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I'm thinking oh. like riding boots. They don't this wear that I'm at picturing. a zoo. <laughs> this is what you're going to wear when you're, you know, because it's not just like a regular zoo. Oh, it's a menagerie mm-hmm. that's just like yeah. in my yard. You got Great I Danes see. there. You got the fucking top hat roosters. Uh, kind of like Martha Stewart, yeah. right? I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. I like that. Right. You're not, you're not in there shoveling shit. No. I've hired okay. someone to do that. <laughs> Your nails are. Oh, my nails are pristine. on point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got like a French manicure or something. Oh my gosh. I've actually never even had a French manicure. <laughs> it's this weird is a that fantasy. I know what that is. This is a fantasy. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So like these uh, couple of roosters that I got because I'm obsessed with exotic animals. Yeah. Um. They basically were like uh, a terror to the children. Yeah. And uh, as you can imagine, like with a, a special looking rooster, they come with a special attitude. Like, yeah. What's up, motherfucker? I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna get you. And they have horrible spurs. Sometimes and, some of know. them are really nice too, but like that's more rare. Yeah. And we had little. You know, Charlie was little, and the rooster was like half as tall as Charlie. So constantly atta- attacking. Yeah. And, yeah. and getting Charlie with the spurs. Oh yeah. yeah. So we were like, all right, we got to do one rooster really bad in particular, right? Yes. Or was it multiple? No. One. And it was one. Professor Cheetah. Professor Cheetah. <laughs> what is that? What's Professor Cheetah? I don't know. That's just something that kids made up. Because the the rooster looked like a cheetah. Uh-huh. You know, it was like yeah. a kind of golden spots. Yeah, with black spots. Mm-hmm. And then it had this big like um hat looking thing on the mm-hmm. top of its head that was like big ball of feathers. Yeah. But it was pretty big and so it was pretty aggressive. And the other rooster was much smaller and so it kinda like got in line with the chickens. Yeah. So this was a particular, you know, problem rooster. So this one was like the master yeah. rooster. It master, was a master race rooster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it got to be such a problem we were like, all right, what are we gonna do with this rooster? I think we tried to give it to a couple of people. They were like, no, thank you. Yeah. And so we we're like, well, maybe we just need to treat this like a farm. And yeah. we should just we've been feeding this rooster and we taking can't care give of it. This hell beast away. Nobody wants it. Let's cut its head off and cook it up and eat it. Just like a real farm. Right? Yeah, that's so that's what farmers do. We tried that. So, so I was in charge of making this happen. Right. And that and it was, was so heinous that I remember we had to make the children not watch it happen. Yeah. Even though they were, they, I mean, they were ready to they kill that stoked. rooster. They were so excited <laughs> we were going to kill that rooster. I yeah, mean, it was like the Roman cow. Coliseum or yeah. something like that. Like they were just like salivating. They wanted this <laughs> rooster dead because it was such a holy terror. Yeah, it was constantly attacking them. Yeah. So yeah. they were like, yeah. Yeah, let's like, kill I'm it. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. Right? Weren't yeah, they like yeah. stoked? Oh, yeah. Let's so, cook yeah, it. So, I, yeah, I killed the thing. We plucked it. We cooked it. Now, was the killing of this rooster like traumatic in any way for you? Uh, I mean, it wasn't pleasant. Yeah. But it wasn't traumatic necessarily. There are other traumatic things that, that I would put way above that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even remember. We like, I mean, I remember, but I don't remember like how I felt right then or whatever, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, it was just 
a bummer. Yeah, so we... It's never fun to, like, kill something. Well, no, of course not. But I just wondered. I mean, it really wasn't, like, a pet, this particular um, rooster. Yeah. But, you know, it is still weird to kill something. Mm -hmm. But we were like, okay, you know, this is probably a good lesson for the kids to understand that, like, when you eat chicken... Yeah. You know, this is the process that has to happen if you're going to eat a chicken. Right. Even if it comes from the store. Yeah. Someone has to do this. Somebody has to... Break yeah. its neck and cut its head off and you pluck know, do all, its all the feathers stuff. off and all this stuff. So yeah, so it was a, a ton of work. It really made me appreciate like the little house on the prairie days. Mm-hmm. Um, just plucking the chicken took like an hour and a half. Yeah, getting all the um, you know, fuzz. Yeah, that took forever. Feathers and everything. Right. And cleaning it all up. Right, and then we had to prep it to cook it because yeah. we were gonna roast it in a pan. So, you know, you have to clean it out and get it all prepared. So that took like another hour. I mean, you know, we're like three three hours. hours, Three or four hours deep into this thing. And so now we're like, okay, let's cook it, right? So that's going to take a couple hours. So we put it in the pan. I put it in the oven like a roast chicken. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was looking really good. We were like, okay, cool. Looked good, smelled good, smelled like chicken. Yep. We're going to have roast chicken for dinner. And the kids are like, yeah, let's eat it. Let's eat it. And yeah, I was just, give me some of that chicken. I was like, you guys are kind of weird me out. Like, <laughs> it this is, is kind of weird. Kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. Like, I know you hated this rooster, yeah. but still, this is like a little, a little over overkill. the line. Yeah. Um. And so we get it out, and we we're like, okay, let's slice up some chicken and have it for dinner. And <laughs> it was like the darkest dark meat I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It was like mahogany. It's like overcooked, probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, you know, and like you don't roast. You don't roast a rooster. They're too like, tough. You know, over a year old or yeah. whatever. Like, this thing was like three years old. Yeah, maybe you would want to eat it if you like put it in a pot. Maybe or you can like make soup out of it, it for hours and made soup out You'd of it. You'd be yeah. lucky if you made soup out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just inedible. It's like mm-hmm. an old tire or an old shoe that you put in the oven. <laughs> Doesn't taste good. <laughs> tastes yeah, terrible. Terrible texture. It's like stringy and chewy and like, just. Did the kids like it? No. Like, like they same. took a couple bites and they're like, well, this doesn't taste like the chicken from the store, you know. <laughs> they were picturing like a rotisserie chicken <laughs> yeah, they're or pretty, whatever. Yeah. And like, I said. And this thing's going to be so good. This is going to be so satisfying. Uh, oh, yeah. This will be just. You know, the mm-hmm. perfect end to this rooster. Yeah. Uh, and I took one bite of it. And I was like, this is gross. Like, I don't think we should eat this. I was like, all right. Like, we, we're we not going to eat this. And the kids were like, no, we're going to eat it. We I'm have to so eat glad. it. I'm like, so glad you're... Like wisdom prevailed there. You're just like, no, this is disgusting. This is We're gross. We're not going to eat it. Okay, we. Because if was it was fun. me, I would have probably been like, oh, I have to try to eat it. Like, <laughs> like still going, like trying to eat all of it. Like, oh, oh no. I was like, this is an inedible. If someone served this to me, I would be so mad at them. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, we'll just. I don't know. We're gonna throw it away, or we'll feed it to the dogs, or we'll something. Mm-hmm. I was like, but we're here, have some pizza (laughs) or whatever. We're done with this. And so, you know, that was kind of the end of that. And now we have this huge rooster that's cooked, right, sitting in this pan. I'm like looking at it going. Nobody wants to eat. Nobody's going to eat it. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to have to like cut it off of the bone for the dogs. Dogs can't eat chicken bones. Oh, right. Because it will splinter and all that. Yeah. So I was like, all right, so I'm going to cut it off the thing and give it to the dogs. 
So I start trying to cut it off of the, you know, like bird carcass and I it like wouldn't come off. I was like, wow. This is like, like a tough rooster. This dude. is a really tough rooster. And so I was like, that okay. dude had been like working out or something, man. Oh yeah. He was full Doing of push ups out full in the yard. of testosterone. <laughs> Stringy. <laughs> Jumping up on like the little branches out oh, on yeah. the trees and doing pull-ups. Like, <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta stay fit, man. Well, he'd been running. Hell yeah. You know, doing sprints. Do, yeah, attacking doing, yeah, Charlie. Sprint, <laughs> sprint intervals and like jumping up and bearing, bearing yeah. the spurs and attacking the sticking them into chickens yeah. too. Oh, constantly. mating constantly. Yeah. Gross. So, oh yeah, he was gross. And uh, so he was I'm a total gym rat, bro. Oh yeah, of a chicken. That professor, but he Cheetah. was beautiful. He he was beautiful while he lasted. Yeah, I'll say that. Anyway, I'm I'm sitting there looking at all this chicken sitting in this pan, and I'm thinking like, we have just wasted the last like four to five hours fucking around with this stupid rooster. We still had to buy a pizza because nobody <laughs> right. could eat this shit. Right, and I'm like. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? I was like, should we and just you're getting? We're getting. We're mad. Oh I was yeah, mad. I was mad. I was like, that was such a waste of time yeah. and such a waste of just. I don't know. The lesson wasn't learned. I don't yeah. think. You know. Right. And now we're gonna waste this food. Right. Because we just can't physically like do anything yeah. with it that's useful. Right. So I was like, are we just gonna throw it in the trash can and let it rot in the trash can like for a week? I was just like, I don't know what to do with it. And <laughs> you were like, what are you going to do with all that chicken? Yeah. And I was like, I got it. <laughs> and you're like, what? I was like, I know what I'm going to do with this rooster. <laughs> I'm going to feed it to the chickens. <laughs> so I took this rooster carcass that was so nicely cooked mm. and hucked it over the fence into, into the chicken the <laughs> and they, they wouldn't pro- eat that. Oh, they loved it. <laughs> they proceeded to eat every morsel off of their own leader's body. Yeah. How messed up is that? Chickens just don't give a fuck. They are a total cannibals. They will eat. They anything. will eat anything. Yeah. And so that was the irony of uh, our experiment in being farmers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's how you feed chicken to the chickens yuck yeah don't, <laughs> don't kill and try to eat your no, rooster just don't do it just don't get chickens like nope. go buy eggs at the store it's fine it's way cheaper i'm from some other idiot who has chickens there you go hey sorry if any of my friends are listening who have chickens i don't mean that you're not idiots yeah you do you do no, mean that. I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I want I want the eggs. <laughs> no, the eggs were great. Send them my way. They were great. Um, but by the way, when we did that, when we fed the chicken to the chickens, yeah, I do remember that being totally fine. I never gave it a second thought. Yeah. And then what? and then we told that story, like they're asking about the roosters. Yeah. And I told them what we told did, the and they were the like, "Oh my god, I cannot believe you did that. That is so." gross and messed up and i was like really <laughs> what are you talking about i didn't i didn't, I didn't waste that rooster <laughs> it's all in perspective that would have really been the messed up thing if you uh, wasted I, the rooster. <laughs> that's why i felt at the time yeah yeah we still wasted the rooster but i mean whatever we did the best we could and eventually the chickens all went Went bye bye. And we they did. Couldn't maintain that. We we've told the story elsewhere about why we 
no longer have a farm. That's correct. And I, I do, I miss the chickens from now, now and then, you know, like yeah. they come into my mind. They're relaxing to watch. You know, I, I would certainly uh, try chickens again, but with a different attitude. They were just a total pain in the ass. Yeah. Different, yeah. different setup. It was a different time. Yeah. It was a different setup. So we still have the dogs though, but the dogs, so the dogs did good. Yeah. For a while. They like, did. Uh, Natasha was maintaining on the insulin. Boom, boom, boom. Two and a half years. Two and a half we years. We did the insulin. And how old? And so, yeah, she made it to be five. Five. But because of the diabetes complications. Right. But yeah, two and a half so that's years. that's young for a great day. That is young. Um, but I do have to say, like, I mean, two and a half years of twice a day of insulin shots and seizures and all yeah. kinds of things that happened. I feel like I'm, I don't know. I don't know a whole lot of other people that would put up with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was an investment for sure. I mean, I'm glad we did it. And oh, she yeah. was, a, well, she was a sweet, she dog. was a great dog. Um, and I was sorry to see her go. Yeah. But I wasn't sorry to not have to we do the insulin the news. anymore. Oh yeah. I mean, we learned the news in the worst way possible too. We're like on the, the last day of a vacation. Oh Yeah trip and like your parents had been taking care of the dogs and we get a call from your dad and we're like getting ready to leave to come home right and right. he's like uh huh. oh, i hate and, to tell you this oh no but, he didn't even say you know, i hate to tell you he's like natasha's dead i mean my dad and dog i put her under stuff. a board <laughs> on the back <laughs> my dad and dogs this is like my whole life so that the buzzards wouldn't yeah. get her it's just very it's very cut and dry you know it's yeah. like uh, oh hey, uh, I just want to let you know your dog's dead. Mm. Oh, it's like what? You know what yeah. happened? I don't know. Just dead. <laughs> just yeah. like, I mean, it was. I mean, it was really devastating. It was that was a terrible way to end a vacation. Yeah, let's drive um, back thinking about that for like eight hours or eight whatever. to ten hours yeah. now, and then when we get there, we'll have to deal with that. And bury our own dog in the dark at like 10 o'clock at night when we get home from driving from our vacation. I mean, I think that's actually one of the biggest reasons that I don't have pets is because that kind of stuff happens way more often than you think. It's like when you get a dog or a cat or whatever, you're like, this dog's going to last many, many years. We're going to spend this long golden age with this dog. Yeah. Which sometimes you do. But I mean, the more pets you have... Not with the dogs that you're attracted to. <laughs> but the more pets you have, the more pet funerals you have. Yeah. And the more pets you say goodbye to. And I think I just got to a point where I was like, I don't... I can't, like, stand the, you know, weight, the emotional weight of yeah. the drama of what happens with these pets. I just felt like I was on this constant um roller coaster of emotions what's gonna die next right and that's so devastating and it's like you know it's part of your family yeah so i they just they're like little kids but they only last like 10 years or something it's just a weird it's just kind of strange you know we're lucky enough to have little kid actual kids right lasted a lot longer than that you know but yeah i mean we had a lot of animals yes and, it, and everybody does. Yeah. And that's just the nature of having pets. But I think you're right. I think that's probably like the bottom line. It's like the death. The death is, man, it's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. It's like they're so uh, 
they're so good to be around when they're alive. It's, it's yeah. such, so fun. Yep. For the most part. Except for <laughs> the other times when it's not fun. Well, they just become a part of your life. Yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you know, when it came right down to it, and Paul was like our last dog yeah. that we had, our last big pet. Mm-hmm. We've had fish and other things since Paul. Lizard. Yeah. Toad. Toad. It's been pretty, pretty low key. Pretty low key. Things you can handle and yeah. also things you don't have to boohoo about for months after it dies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> totally. But but yeah, Paul uh, was going going good. Yeah. Going strong. Like uh, I got this, I got the gig to do the book. Yeah. And I needed kind of to have a dog to you do did? that. Uh, because it was like a dog hikes book or whatever. Yeah. And so I knew I was going to need to shoot a bunch of pictures of dogs on the trail and stuff. He was the perfect dog for that. Yeah, very photogenic. Really hard to take pictures oh, of. Yeah. Uh, it's constantly scanning. Right. As as chill as he was, like he was, um, you know, as much as he would be lazy and lay around, he was still on high alert when it was like out of doors time or oh, whatever. Yeah. He'd be like checking all the quadrants, man. <laughs> Scanning for wolves. Yeah, setting up like interlocking fields of fire or whatever in his <laughs> mind, his little dog mind is very defensive. His walnut brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he, but he did great, like uh, doing all the hikes for the book. Yeah. Like, you know, he was starting to get like maybe like to where, well, I did, we did, we went from like zero to a hundred. Yeah. On the hikes. Uh, on hiking yeah. or whatever. So like yeah. I tried to ramp it up as slowly as I could, but we were doing some days like three or four hikes, you know, of whatever, anywhere from like four to eight or more miles a piece. Like it was just crazy. And he was like into it, loved it. We had a great time, you know, for the most part doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then, like, fairly soon after the book actually came out, like, he started not doing so hot or whatever. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> he started, yeah. I mean, he was getting older. Mm-hmm. Like, great Danes don't live very long. So, yeah, he just kind of lived out his, his days. But, I mean, yeah. um, I do remember kind of towards the end of his uh, era that um, we – we were having a hard time. This was like during the time where we were so broke. We were having a hard time paying for dog food. And I remember yeah. thinking like, oh my gosh, like w- there are days here where I'm going like, am I going to buy dog food today or am I going to buy people food today? Mm. And that was not, that was like when my mom's words about um, having a dog is really a luxury uh, came back to f- really ring true where I always felt like that was silly. And it was like in those moments of that time when we really were struggling, I was like, yes, that is really true. This dog now, instead of being a fun, you know, companion and source of like, you know, just recreation is a burden. And yeah. it's and it's a burden because of money. Yeah, and it's making it hard to afford our other stuff. Right. And then you start thinking about like, oh, okay, well, a big part of what we're paying for every month is the debt we created by <laughs> paying for these dogs to or keep them alive, so like keep them alive, yeah. keep them in right. food, you know, right. like do the emergency surgery and all this stuff. So right. it's like all this stuff is just playing on, yeah. it, on your mind the whole did. time probably. But that's funny. Cause I don't remember you telling me about your mom saying that or hearing her 
like say that. So she was she was always like that was kind of her thing. She's she like pro, say. so pro dog. She loves dogs, but like she she said that to me a lot, especially when I was younger, and it just didn't compute because yeah. we didn't have a lot of money. And I thought, well, we have a dog. So. Well, I mean, why would you assume that? That would be the one thing, the sensible thing. <laughs> That's one thing I'll tell you, Mom. Yeah, You're you right. That one. You are right on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I mean, like, shout I, out. I think that's another reason why I don't have a dog now. Um, yeah. Not living that luxury life quite yet, you know. Not quite there yet, but you know, if we get there, if and when we get there, um, we'll have to dis- make some decisions. I know, right? But it feels like it's gotten easier and easier to not have animals. I mean. Like, it made it so easy when we had to move and find a new yes. place to live. It's like, well, the dog is not a concern. Yes, and anybody will rent to you if you don't have a dog or don't yeah. have a cat. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say, like, I, I would like to probably, you know, have a cat sometime in the near future. Well, we had cats. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, I'd like to have a do-over on the cats. I mean, I was never... I mean, we have cats right now. We have that one... <laughs> Like we have stray cats. A, yeah, these herds of cats we do. that all like seem we to do. congregate and use our side yards as like thoroughfares. Yes, that's for like for their nocturnal cat. like mating and yeah. hunting sessions and or fighting whatever. and fighting. It's a cat alley. Yeah. No, we enjoy other people's cats and dogs a lot. Oh yeah. That that actually helps quite that's a bit. The best. Yeah, but I do know I know that you all would enjoy having a little furry animal in the house again, um, but. You know, yeah. In the mean, for the possible like stress relief. Yeah. In the meantime, though, I I mean, I have to say, when you go on vacation, it's like, hey, nobody has to do anything. We have nothing, nothing that has to be taken care of. There's a certain amount of freedom to it, you know. Yeah. And I have, I am enjoying the freedom of um, not thinking about letting the dog out. (laughs) Yeah, not thinking about having to clean up, like, dog diarrhea yeah. off the floor true not yeah. to bring it back to a gross place but we had some ep- episodes as oh. any dog owner does i think it's i think fairly i don't think anybody's ever gotten away with uh, like having a dog and not having some kind of poop in the house <laughs> yeah it's fairly, <laughs> right? fairly standard cat barf for sure dog yeah. throat so i guess like yeah if you had to bottom line it then uh why don't we have animals why don't we have pets right now we're just in except a for the cockroaches, and <laughs> the, the rats, and the yeah, man. I don't know. I mean, like I, I think we're just in a different. Uh, this is a different uh, lifestyle. This is a different like uh, phase. Mm. You know, the kids are getting older. Yeah, don't live on the farm. Live in the city. Yeah, um, we have different priorities. It know? is kind of a rarity with the people that we know. Yeah. So. It like, is. So I don't know. Like, does everybody have a dog or a cat? I mean, I think the majority of people do. Yeah. For sure. I'm trying to think through people I know. Like, there are a very small number of people who don't. But, I mean, yeah. Like, for me, to bottom line it, I think it's just not having that responsibility and the weight of that impending death. Yeah. I think we're we're not ready for it. I can't handle it. I'm still uh, I'm still sad about Paul. I know. I don't think we've gotten over it. I think we both, when when Paul passed away, we were like, I think that's it. Yeah. I think we can't do that anymore. And maybe it will be the it forever. <laughs> I don't know. But oh, I hope no. Not. No, no, no. I have to get those poodles. 
Oh, the poodles. That's right. The poodles. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you've been working on that design. Oh, for, I've been working on that life. For quite some time, haven't that's, you? That's down the road, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you picture that scene or whatever, maybe just describe it. <laughs> okay. Can you describe it? Sure. Sure. Okay. So um, we're living in Hollywood. Okay. Okay. And uh, you and I are we're lounging by our pool. Mm. You know, our beautiful blue turquoise pool. It's got all kinds of like green vegetation all around it, you know. Mm. And um sounds really nice. You're wearing a speedo. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and um wow. yeah, I'm uh wearing a kimono. Yeah. Yeah. And uh you know, we're having the our champagne, mm. you know, for breakfast. And wow. uh I'm not done. <laughs> sounds great. And uh, there's two poodles that are like, you know, sort of like lounging. They're his and hers? Uh, yeah, they're his and hers. Two white poodles lounging by the pool. And each one has had their hair cut into many like abstract shapes. And each of those shapes could be like a different color. Like one poodle might have like pink bangs and like uh-huh. a blue tail. You know, and the other one might have like, you know, some green like highlights. And wow. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like living that punk rock lifestyle, you know? Yeah. In the Hollywood Hills. Wow. Yeah. I can picture it. Right? I can see it. Yes. I see why that's so enticing to you because that sounds like a pretty good time. And when we get done with our champagne, you know, and we get ready to, like, call the dogs in and go mm-hmm. inside, we just throw our champagne glasses down on the ground and smash them. Like assholes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, babe, I can picture myself right in there with you, smashing that glass like a big Hollywood asshole. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I can picture myself there. Let's go. Yeah. Love you, babe. Love you, too.